This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. I'm pretty fucking fired up. I didn't realize I'm in Planet of the Apps. I'm excited about Planet of the Apes. That sounds exciting. I appreciate that. I always wanted to be in that shit. Anyway. All right, what are we gonna talk about? There's, you know, obviously I've been paying attention. A lot of you have been posting on social. Uh, on the flight out here late last night, over the last week, I've been digging into the people that were saying they were gonna be here uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and kind of followed them to pay attention to what they were into. Uh, how many people here would identify themselves as an entrepreneur? Raise your hands. Okay. So, so for me, that, that was a lot of the vibe, and then there's obviously people that are doing that as their side hustle uh, at home, and then also people working in organizations, but let's work all the way backwards, all the way backwards. What drives me to be here today? What am I excited about to talk about with you? First and foremost, I want to establish a framework, which is if you haven't wrapped your head around how lucky you are and how time is the asset, and how you really only have one at bat at life, basically most of it doesn't work. My biggest concern is that all day here, all day online, all the time you spend reading, consuming content, I genuinely believe, that, and, and listen, this is, a, this is a hardcore early statement, and I don't wanna lose the crowd, but I, I wanna bring value in the time that I'm here, and I think this will bring the most value. I genuinely believe, and, and I know that all of you are gonna be like, well, I'm in that 10%, but I genuinely believe that 90% of this audience is spending way too much time trying to fix the sink when the well is broken. And, and, and I'll tell you where I'm going with that. I'm going with there because I can spend, and will, by the way, I, I know the lineup of the speakers, so I will spend 10, 20, 30 minutes of my time here getting tactical telling you what happens on Instagram, why YouTube matters, what's going on in Facebook, what's happening on Snapchat. Mainly because that is the layer on top of the internet itself and if you don't understand what's happening on the internet in a 2017 world and don't realize that the internet is the single biggest impact on our society that we've ever seen and that if you are not relevant and executing and succeeding on the web today, that your upside is unbelievably limited from a professional standpoint. Listen, let me say one thing. As I'm about to go into this rant over the next 45 minutes, if you're happy, if you're good, if life's awesome, if you make enough money, if you like your work-life balance, if you like the people around it, if you're good, you could take everything that I have to say with a grain of salt. If you're good, it doesn't matter what I or anybody else has to say here today. For me, if you're not where you wanna be professionally, That's where the advice that's about to come out of my mouth matters to me. And if you're gonna listen to it, you're gonna have to take away the lines in the sand that you've created about things. There are plenty of people here who have decisions and thoughts on Facebook advertising or on having an Instagram account. You've made decisions about these things without ever using them. You've drawn lines in the sand around opportunities without ever using them. You've read a headline, you spent a day on it, your friend told you, but you've never fucking used it for real to try to make the thing happen. It's just true. So let's take a step backwards. 
It has never been a better time to be an entrepreneur or to live in society than today. There's always stuff. Your politics may be in one direction, you may be scared about certain things in the macro world, terrorism, the economy. You, you can talk about, there's always, always issues with favoritism, racism, sexism. There's always stuff, but at a macro, at a macro, today, on this day, in 2017, it's never been better. It's, now, it may not be better for you at this moment, but it's never been better, and you have to wrap your round of that framework because the opportunity is ridiculous. Do you know what I love about this? Let me tell you what I love about this. And when I point to the phone, I mean the current state of our universe and the access we have to reach anybody, to sell anything you want, to do what you want to do. I had the luxury right now for the last 30 minutes to be backstage with a friend of mine, Rob Muse. I call him Moose because he's a big guy and he looks like a moose. I went to college with him and we went to Mount Ida College. It was a shit school. I was a DNF student, right? It was 1994. In 1994, if you didn't get A's and B's, there was no way out. Entrepreneurship, I'm looking around the audience and there's people that remember 1994. Entrepreneurship wasn't real. School was the only path to get a good job. That's just the way it was. D's and F's. And then in a dorm room, in 1994, with Moose in the room next to me, I walked into a room and I heard cuckooch, <laughs> dial up internet for all the youngsters in here. <laughs> if you're wondering what the fuck I was just doing. <laughs> and it changed the course of my career because I thought that I was gonna open up a bunch of liquor stores, my dad had one, I was gonna open up a bunch in Atlanta, in LA, all over the world, build the biggest liquor franchise, sell it, and buy the New York Jets. That was the strategy, right? <laughs> and what happened when I heard that sound, within 20 minutes, I was on a baseball card bulletin board and realized that people sold on it, and I knew this internet thing was gonna change the course of my business career. I had no understanding that 20 years later it would change everything. My ability to communicate to so many of you, it would change the world completely. Not just the business world, the way people date, the way people buy things, all of it. The whole world has changed. And basically, my passion here today on this stage is to get you to stop underestimating it. 10 years ago, the iPhone came out. 10. How many people remember that 10 years ago? All of you. Well, there's a youngster right there. Okay, fine. <laughs> nothing, nothing most people do now existed 10 years ago. There was no going through your Facebook feed. There was no YouTube consumption. You weren't buying stuff and you definitely weren't doing, imagine this my friends, and this is, listen, I'm going heady, I'll get to the point where, at the end, but I need you to get into the mindset because all this shit is binary. It's black and white. You either understand what's happening right now or you don't. If I told, how many people here are parents of children? Raise your hands, great. If I told you, how many people were parents eight years ago? Raise your hands. Perfect. If I told you eight years ago, hey parents, let me pitch you on something. You're gonna want in eight years, you're gonna prefer in eight years that your 14 year old daughter goes into a strange man's car to get from place to place rather than to drive with her friend because you're gonna think that's safer. Every single person here would have laughed me out of the room 
and would have never supported the thesis that is Uber today in our society, right? What I really want you to understand here today, and Tony will motivate you, and you got great information this morning, I want to put you in one place. If you can wrap your head around what's going to happen over the next 10 years. How many people here are retiring in the next 10 years? And before you raise your hand, I don't mean that you're gonna figure it out and crush it and become a trillionaire. I mean, you're fucking old and you're finished. How many people here are retiring in 10 years? Raise your hands. Great. So for the eight of you, and you guys are too young, for the eight of you, for the eight of you, you could take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. For the rest of you, you have to wrap your head around. You may be upset about where the world's going. You may think that your children are not as social and you don't like that they're on the phone. You may think a million things about technology, that it's bad, that people PR themselves. You may think a million things. But let me promise you one thing that is a forever bad strategy. Fighting the market, fighting where the world is going, trying to use this as your strategy is a very, very bad idea. Fighting the market. You know who fought the market? The retailers that are now gonna get put out of business by Amazon. They wanted you to stop buying shit, but you bought shit (laughs) on Amazon. You know why? They're better. What's better? A better price and free shipping to your house the next day or getting in your car and going to some fucking box? (laughs) So now, what does this all mean? Why am I painting this picture as my opening gloss? The greatest thing about innovation is you could be sitting here today and everybody else that you want to compete with and whatever you want to do is beating you. They're further ahead. They're making more money. They have more followers on Instagram. They have more stores, they have more revenue. They're beating you. What I love about innovation is it doesn't matter how much money you have and it doesn't matter how big you are. If you actually navigate to where the world's going, you can catch up real quick. Two weeks ago, Amazon bought Whole Foods. The day, the day that Amazon was launched, Whole Foods was a $300 million business, right? When I started my Twitter account in 2007, there was lots of people that people knew and were selling more books and had brands and out there, but because I was so much more right about Twitter and YouTube and Facebook, I lapped them multiple times. But I also had talent. But I also did the thing that scares the crap out of me, which is, I love to work and I love the process. When I think people, and before we clap, I'm gonna get a little bit tough right here, and this is again, I've been thinking a lot over the last four to five years of when I talk, what am I trying to accomplish, how do I bring value to people that paid a price, a lot of you traveled, like how do I deliver right now? Let me help you. If you are the type of person that stays reading my five books and my videos, that stays spending their money to travel here, and see people talk that stays in the point of consuming and being motivated, you will never succeed. And I genuinely believe, and I mean this, and I, I, listen, this is like a weird, you know, this is kind of a curveball, right? I genuinely believe, look, 
I get motivation from watching sports. I get motivation from listening to hip hop. Like, it's not that you can't. It's is your percentage of getting motivated and learning tactics greater than you actually doing the work. When I tell you I consume zero content, outside of those jets and when I'm traveling a little bit of music, I don't consume anybody. People always ask me, who are your heroes? Who do you look up to? My parents. Not because there haven't been unbelievable men and women who've done incredible things, it's I just don't know their stories that well. I know what their headlines are, I know who they are, I've heard of them, I just don't know their details. I don't spend my time consuming that way, I spend my time doing. My strategy the day I left Mount Ida College was to work in that liquor store for 15 hours a day, seven days a week, for 10 years, and that's what I did. I believe that most people just don't wanna put in the hard work because I believe most of you are chasing the things instead of the process. I believe that most people lack self-confidence and thus they need a watch and a home and the clothes to be a proxy to create confidence so that they can navigate through life. I believe that. And I believe that that's where this all starts and ends, which is the only reason I loved the process so much is I was hungry and ambitious but what got me through my 20s and 30s was I didn't give a shit about what anybody thought about me. And I mean it. I didn't, I didn't care. When my friends were working far less on Wall Street making 200,000 a year and had a BMW and used it to get girls, it just didn't matter to me. It's not what I cared about. It's not how I thought about the world. I wanted to win the whole fucking thing, not a sliver. And I'll, be, and I'll be very frank, the tact and tone that I'm, like, I'm like right here, right? Like the, the vibe that I'm trying to bring here is I'm actually just trying to suffocate three to four of you. I, I come with very practical ambition here today. My practical ambition is very simple. Can I go directly to the actual conversation, the elephant in the room, and will that finally inspire three to four of you? There's a fuckload of you here three to four of you to actually say, enough. Do you know why, how many, watch this, this is interesting. How many people in this room, the first time they consumed one of my videos or my content, did not like me? Raise your hands, tell the truth. Stand up, stand up, I want people to see this. Stand up, stand up, I'll wait, it's okay, I I don't mind. Stand up if the first time you consumed my content you did not like me. Look at this, thank you for that. The fact that you're now wearing a shirt of mine makes me real fucking happy. You know what that is? That's called converted, motherfucker. I love you. So, it's interesting. I've been thinking about this, and there's two reasons one doesn't like me at first. Number one, I curse and I'm crass, and it's not something they're comfortable with, and I'm very, very, and I'm very empathetic to that. And by the way, if that's your barometer, I believe in that, you're right, right? Like, I'm cool with that. The second one's more interesting to me. It's that I don't want anything from you. The reason so many people at first don't like me is because I don't want anything from you. Now let me break it down for you. Because it is not my intent to cast a wide net to get you into my funnel, to buy a bunch of shit from me. 
what ends up happening is I have zero to no tolerance and or interest to seduce you and make you feel good up front to convert you later. What I'd prefer to do is to help you, which means to call out your fucking bullshit. And that's what's happening here. I am not popular at first because I just want you to work 15 hours a day if the ambitions coming out of your mouth map to working 15 hours a day. If the ambitions out of your mouth map to working six hours a day, being part of the softball team, spending unlimited times with relatives, I'm pumped. But there's way too many people in here who talk about balling out (laughs) who'd rather play Madden. There's a lot of people balling out who'd rather watch Housewives of Atlanta. You know, that's just the truth. And by the way, I watch the Jets. You can watch Housewives of Atlanta. You can play Madden. I'm asking a very basic thing. Are you interested in putting in the work ethic that maps to the ambition that is coming out of your mouth? That's it. That's number one. You know what follows up? That nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 hours of work, if that's how big you're gonna be? Patience. Because it's nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hours of work for 13 years. For nine years. Not for six weeks. I mean, I mean, where are we, my friends? Guys, let me, let me save everybody a lot of time once and for all. There's no such thing as passive income. There is no such thing as passive income. There's smart investing that you then have to keep an eye on. If you have anything that makes you money, that feels that you could somewhat deem it as passive, I promise you, you have to put an enormous mental amount of energy against it to keep your fucking eyes on it. There is not one person you know that has earned their big fortunes, not inherited, right? Not inherited, right? There's not one person that you know that made their big money without putting in an enormous amount of work for a very long period of time and invested into their process and game. When you're 28 and you're doing well and you take $100,000, you could either buy a watch and a car or you could pour that money back into your business. You could either take that $100,000 and go on a one month fucking cruise in Hawaii or you could put that back into your business. Now, real quick, You need to do you, right? Not everybody has the tolerance to work that much. People need to take vacation, they need to reset their creative. You need to do you. But we are in an amazing time right now where the internet creates all this opportunity, yet the framework of insecurities on trying to prove to other people besides yourself and on fronting, I mean, my friends, every single person right now on social media is actually a PR version of themselves. Every picture is the highlight reel of their fucking lives. That's not what's happening off that feed, right? And so 
we are getting caught because we're consuming that content and for some reason people get jealous. For some reason people get envious. Like somebody else's lives are an impact on yours. We need to massively start the process of going insular. We need to start the process of going insular. You need to win for you. You need to win for you. Not to prove your mom wrong because she said you'd never be anything. Not to keep up with your buddy who inherited some bucks. Not to anything else. You know what's funny? You know that Rocky when he went to Russia? Four, I think, right? There's a funny scene at the end of that movie. Maybe because I was born in Russia, you know, like this sticks with me. But there's a scene at the end. How many people saw Rocky Four? Hold on, I want to make sure. Okay, cool. All right, I got you. The scene at the end after Rocky fucking wins, Drago does something super interesting. He stands there and he basically tells the Russian premiere and the audience, he's like, I didn't fight for you fuck faces. I fought for me. I know you made this about America and Russia. I'm in there for me. And I, it's funny, I was a kid. And it's funny that that has stuck with me my entire, it's, a, it's not the scene that everybody, you know, it's not I will break you. It's not some of the famous scenes that everybody else remembers. It's subtle, I've never heard anybody else bring it up. But I will tell you, if you ask me today why I stand here, why I have the luxury and the gift of being able to sit in front of you, it is one core reason that I was parented so well that I had the proper circumstances of starting with nothing that it became a process of be me being within myself and not letting anything on the outside penetrate that. And when I look around at the people that have been successful, they have had the intestinal fortitude using a gorilla monsoon 1984 wrestling term. They had the intestinal fortitude to be able to completely and utterly block out every voice and I mean, it's fine to block out that acquaintance or your friend's girlfriend. It gets real hard when your dad is not a winner and you know, misery loves company and he has created a framework of your childhood for you not to win. That's hard. I don't sit here up here and be like, right? That's just hard. And so I'm empathetic to that. I just want to tell everybody that's the key. That's the door you need to walk through. All right, now that I've set the framework for myself, I wanna talk to you about tactics. Whatever you're selling, yourself, a sneaker, green juice, your car wash, whatever your business is, right this minute, Facebook advertising is the single best deal in the history of advertising. Now, how many people here have spent some money on Facebook and it did not work? Raise your hands. Raise it. Raise it high, perfect. Let me tell you what my thesis is on that because it's a very scary thing for that to happen and I'm, for the people that I haven't started, well it's okay, okay, I'm gonna try it. Gary said so, let's see, let me try it, right? For the people that have, it's a very different conversation. Let me, let me ask you this question. What's the ROI, what's the return on investment on a basketball? What is the return of investment, the ROI of a basketball. It's zero for me because I'm five foot fucking eight. <laughs> it's multi-billions of dollars for that truck known as LeBron, right? So, let's break that down. A piano, a basketball, skiing, singing. ROI positive for a select few, ROI negative 
for most. Facebook ads work. Maybe you just weren't good playing with that basketball. So I implore everybody that has written it off because I will be proven historically correct because it's just math. It's not that I'm so smart, it's just math. It is underpriced attention because the biggest brands in the world haven't poured all their money in. They're wasting all their money on television. How many people here actually watch a fucking commercial? I mean, think about that. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars to put 30 second videos in between shows that you watch. When it goes to commercial, everybody in here fast forwards and or you grab your phone and you pay attention to that. When that market changes, and I'm in that business 24 to 48 months, when the conversation gets a little bit tighter and the dollar, and all of a sudden Coca-Cola in Atlanta takes 400 million from television and puts it into Facebook, reaching the person you want on Facebook is gonna go up from $8 to $90, $4 to $17, $3 to $16. It's a marketplace. It's not a set price, it's a marketplace. For the next 24 to 36 months, my guess, educated opinion, and for the last four years, Facebook ads have been grossly underpriced. The people here that raised their hand that have tried it, that didn't get success, did not use it properly. That is binary. So please, 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 if you leave with anything, allocate a dollar, a hundred, a thousand, find one thing that you have to do. You have to, as the person, be educated. This is not about getting your 24-year-old niece. This is not about hiring the right agency or person internally. If it's your money, it's you on the line, you need to be educated. For the ambition that all of you have, at this conference, you can take the six to eight hours to read or watch videos on YouTube to educate you. I love when people have all these ambitions and they try to outsource everything because they're not willing to put in the work. And when I think about what you aspire to do, you took the time, you took the valuable time out of your, you take a full day to be here? You bought this ticket? You paid that gas to get here? Like, you did that, and you're not willing to take six hours to really understand what's happening on Facebook? That's the math that I don't understand. That's the work that I speak to. That's the part that matters to me. And that's the people that are shaking their heads right now. That excites me, because that's the thing. This is not, you do not outsource the most important shit. And to me, that's a huge deal. So I'm very passionate about that. Next, Instagram. How many people on Instagram? Okay. Besides people figuring out lighting and angles to make their ass look good, <laughs> there's a lot more going on on Instagram. And what's going on there is something very important. It's called unbelievable amounts of attention. The amount of time people are spending in that feed is extraordinary, it's unbelievable, and it is 15 to 45 at scale, at scale. The amount, I believe that the market of people getting paid to do shout outs for products, product placements on Instagram, is now pushing somewhere in the ballpark of three to four billion dollars. There's an enormous amount of transactions happening there. And for every spammy, you know, like waste thingy and detox tea and that shit, there's an enormous opportunity for products to succeed in that environment. And so, much like the rant, I'm gonna save time, I don't wanna waste time, much like I just talked you through 
becoming educated. And by the way, becoming educated is very easy. There's a website that will help you learn everything about Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, everything. I see a lot of you got pads. It's very simple. One website will help you so much in this world. G-O-O-G-L-E. You'll see it, right? You go to it and this is what you do. How do I run ads on Facebook? Enter. What's a good price for Instagram, you know, weightlifters to shout out my product? Enter. How do I set up my Instagram profile to sell more stuff? Enter. Literally, no matter what you want answered, there's this miraculous site. This is not like some of us grew up and you had to go to the fucking library. Right? Like, you know why I say things like that? It's because you're taking it for granted, right? We're taking shit for granted. Like when you wanted to become educated on shit, it was hard 30 years ago. Like really, what are we doing here? You have have everything at your fingertips. Your great-grandparents, your great-great-great-grandparents would punch you in the mouth. (laughs) You've got everything at your fingertips and yet we as human beings are really good at something, it's called excuses. Let me tell you something real interesting about excuses and complaining. There's only two people in your life that are gonna listen to your excuses and complaining. One, your mom, right? And or the three people, your sister, your dad, one one person of those four to five people will listen, right? The second group is far more interesting. Your loser friends. That's it. When you complain and dwell about how it's unfair, the biggest problem with the things that are wrong in our society, and there's a lot, is that nobody cares. That's the, that's the part when I talk to all my homies, I'm like, look, whether you're disabled, you lost your parents, your parents were drug, minority, female, African American, like, what's sad is nobody cares. The market doesn't care. But that's what's great about it. This, do not get it twisted. This is not 1974, where a bunch of old white dudes control everything. And and understand what I mean by that. That's not a political statement, that's a business statement. The internet is in charge. The internet is in charge. So you can sit on why not and spend the rest of your life, you need to figure out why. And the fact that you don't even need marketing dollars. If you don't have money for ads, good. Go take great pictures, good. Go write incredible stories and post them on Facebook and the blog. Good, go talk into your, every, who, here, who here has a smartphone? Raise your hands. Uh-huh, good. It's called memos. It's called memos. Record a podcast and post it. Don't know how? Go to fucking Google, dick. <laughs> can we just finally, can, can this arena, listen, we can't get to the other 7.8 billion people. Can, this arena make a commitment to literally stop complaining? Can we, can, can, this, can this arena, can this arena make a commitment to stop dwelling on shit that happened before? Like, like, you're going nowhere if you're looking backwards. You know what happens when you look backwards? Somebody passes you. So, I'm here to tell you there's unlimited opportunity if you're good enough. Like, by the way, 
Talent's real. Maybe you shouldn't be an entrepreneur, Rick. Maybe you should actually not be an entrepreneur. Because let me tell you something. The 28th employee in Facebook is gonna make more money than everybody in this fucking arena combined. Think. This is about self-awareness. I understand it's cool. I understand it sounds right to not work for the man, but are you capable? Do you have that stomach? Let me tell you about entrepreneurship. When I get off this stage right now, and this feels great and everybody's attention, all the fucking great, right? When I walk right out there, I'm gonna take my phone, let me look right now, fuck it. Yep, yep. Give me one second, two. I have three big fucking problems. Three texts right now, one client's about to fire us, one employee says that Karen's ruining her, and one, and one issue for Wine Library. I have three problems in the last 27 minutes, it's all fucking problems. How many people here run their business? Raise your hand. We eat shit for a living. That's what we do. And some of us are better at it than others. So please be self-aware because you may be happy about that and a lot of you raise your hands, but maybe you would be happier and make more money being number two for somebody who's a true one because you're a one and a half. Self-awareness. You know why I always seem so confident, so cocky? So this, you know why? I stay in my lane. I stay in my fucking lane. I only talk about the same fucking shit. It's narrow as shit. I've got nothing for you on all those other subjects. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's the truth. I'm super boring. Like it's super narrow. All I care about is consumers' attention and giving them value so that I can have something in return and as long as I give them more than what I want in return, I'll always win because almost everybody else wants more from you than you get in return. It's basic. It's biblical. It's fucking caveman. It's simple. I just do it in new places. I'm not scared about Alexa voice because I know every person in here in 15 years is gonna be brushing their teeth and they're gonna say, and they're gonna be like, fuck, I'm out of toothpaste, and they're gonna say, Alexa, reorder my toothpaste. And I say to myself, what's Amazon gonna send you? Because if I'm Crest, I'm worried. Right? I know that Crest says, fuck you, Amazon, we're gonna put chips, smart, technology into our toothpaste, so once you do buy Crest, because it's not all gonna be internet, you might get it, or that you, maybe your new home will come with default products, because people are gonna realize it's so frictionless that by giving you free shit, it gets you into the funnel, and now you have the product, and this way you just reorder that product. However it is, they're gonna know that before you can say, Alexa, reorder toothpaste for me, Crest is gonna realize that there's nothing left, and your toothpaste is gonna reorder itself for you. I know that world's coming. I know that that young lady right there will 100% live in a world where she wears contact lenses and she will live in a mixed reality world. Not just virtual reality, real reality and augmented reality. Those little cool little fucking filters you see on Snapchat, you're gonna see that every day of your life, everywhere you go for the rest of your life in 2030. I know that's coming. So all this new stuff like Facebook and Tinder, this shit is basic. Where do you think we're going? And if you don't market and run your business to the day of today, if you're holding on to, you know what famous last words of people going out of business after being successful for 30 years is? Tried and true. If you're stuck on tried and true, you are absolutely vulnerable because tried and true is right 
in moments of stability, which by the way, we just came out of for 70 years. This internet thing is a problem. This internet thing's a problem because our behavior is mapping towards it. And so over the next decade, and again, that's why I asked the question of retirement, I'm comfortable with tried and true for another five to seven. It's just there's a lot of young people in here. There's a lot of people that plan on doing business 20 years from now. I'm gonna try to do business until I'm 100. So even if you're older, you plan on doing business. I am trying to make the 40 and 50 and, how many, how many people here are over 40? Raise your hand. I want you to listen. Like, like, I want you to listen with the technology we have now and the way you're eating and exercising. What do you think's gonna happen? Have you looked at 60 year olds lately? They're kids. Shit's crazy. Are you lucky enough right now to know your parent at the age you are now? If you're sitting here and you knew your mom at 48 or your dad at 52, you know how much older they were than you? We're aging down. If you told me this is what I was gonna look like at 41, I would've laughed you out of the room. Like, shit's changing, it's macro. Shit's changing, it's real. And people here are looking for shortcuts instead of what you should all do is go back home and study for four fucking years and then come out like a fucking phoenix and destroy everybody. (laughs) That's what you should do. But too many people are looking for that unlock. Look, motivation, inspiration is a very interesting. It's a cousin to the worst attributes in us. Because it's a gateway to some system that's gonna make it easier for us not to do. It doesn't exist. You got tricked. You know why? That system existed in school. And some of you figured it out. It doesn't actually happen in life because it's a real market, it's not a vigged market. The consumer, us, we judge each other. And that dynamic is incredible and compounded with the phone. So what I will leave you with is the following. This comes down to the selves. You need to be self-aware. You need to live here and not be motivated by this day. You know how many of you, if you, you know what? Can you guys be honest with me? This this is gonna help somebody, so be the bigger man or woman and raise your hand if this is true. How many people here have gone to an event, gotten motivated, and then three weeks later went back to the same dumb shit that wasn't working? Raise your hand. Actually, we're gonna go with the stand up. Please stand up, it's good for circulation. I need people to see this. We're gonna chill for a second here. And I'm very thankful for people's honesty. This, right here, what you're looking at, is all I care about. This, Normally, and it is what it is, is one vicious, long cycle. I appreciate it, thank you. Let's clap it up for each other because it's fucking huge. Thank you. I'm scared that you're gonna be pumped, yeah, Google, yeah, you know? And then next Thursday is gonna happen, right? And your brother calls you and puts you in a bad mood or a payment comes up short and you're in a bad mood and immediately you go on defense. Defense is short term. Offense, ironically, is long term. Defense is short term. You get into shit, if I just had X, I could take care of that. And it's never that, it's the thing over that. You need to take one massive step backwards. Do you know how many people I think here should quit their job, take another job that pays them less, 
sell their home, go rent an apartment that's shittier and take the time that they get from having it from that new job that's shittier to learn the stuff I'm talking about and then come back. I actually believe that is the fundamental model for half this room. Nobody's doing it. Cause nobody walks outside and be like, yo, sold my fucking house, going and renting an apartment now. Nobody does that. That, nobody's like, selfie, my new shitty apartment used to have a house. <laughs> Not happening. But that, and, and you know what? You know how fun it is to give advice that you took? You know how fun it is for me to sit here? And you know, you guys have heard my narrative. There's a lot of things you don't know about my narrative. I don't share them, but I'll share one with you that I've never shared before. I own 0% of Wine Library. It is in my dad's name. I came into that business, grew it from a three to a $60 million business, was making $35,000 a year at 28 years old, living in a shitty apartment, 28 years old. I'm 22 to 28. Think back to what I'm, I'm gonna break this down for you. From 22 to 28, I went out with no girls, I worked seven days a week, I worked 15 hours a day to help build up my family business to a 30 to 40, at that point, $45 million business. I'm standing here 28 years old, I built a $45 million business, right? I worked every minute and sacrificed it all. Zero fun in the prime of fun years. Zero fun, zero fun in the prime. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird, right? I went there a little bit, sorry. Zero, (laughs) zero fun in the prime of the fun years. I wake up, I'm getting paid $45,000 a year and I have nothing in my name. So when I tell you not to care about anybody else, when somebody comes on my Facebook page and says, oh, but his dad gave him, my dad gave me an opportunity, I gave my dad plenty. So I will tell you this, my friends. It doesn't matter what people say about you, good or bad. 99% of this, 88, 9% of the stuff is me is I'm a genius, so it's all great, right? But whether it's good or bad, whether it's good or bad, when people say I'm a genius, when, when, I, when people are like, you're the best, I go, damn, my parents crushed it. I don't feel it, like what did I do? I didn't have sex on February 15th, 1975. <laughs> right? What did I do? My parents made this. I'll get my gratitude out of Misha and Xander. This goes to my parents. This goes to the luck of having nothing and having a fucking chip on my shoulder that I'll fucking kill all of you. That's, that's what this is. And I can promise you, now, because I've been selling from the get, so I will actually make this 30 years into my career, but I'll take 20 if you wanna go on technicality. 20 plus years into my career, it's basic. Do you care about what other people think? You're vulnerable right then and there. If you do not, there's two things you have to deploy. Obnoxious hard work and patience against what you want. If you just want to not have a mortgage and have a pool and go on vacation for one week a year, you don't have to work 27 hours a day. If you wanna buy the fucking jets and go all time, you have to work 37 hours a day. And I have no interest in any of you doing what I do, none. Zero percent, just like that t-shirt. I have zero percent interest and you doing what I do. When I do my vlog and you watch it, that is not propaganda for you to work 15 hours a day. That's just to make sure that you realize if you want this, it's 15 fucking hours a day. 
and I highly recommend for almost everybody in here, you don't want this, because it comes at enormous expense. It's tiring, it's high pressure, you're always debating what you're gonna miss in family. Like, my brother had a baby yesterday, big ups to AJ, but I was scared shitless. I'm like, this baby better not fucking come when I'm in Atlanta. So like, you just have to know yourself. You have to, have to deploy self-awareness, self-esteem. Most of you weren't gifted with it because your parents didn't do it. You're gonna have to figure it out. You're gonna have to start paying attention to what you do well and start spending all your time on what you're good at instead of spending all your time on what you're bad at. It is amazing to me how many people's minds here spend 90% thinking and trying to fix what you suck at instead of spending 100% of your time in doing the couple things that you're good at and pot fucking committing to it. And the last one, and it's the hardest one of all, selflessness. When you give just an inch more, than you want in return, just an inch. When you put yourself in a position where you don't want anything from anybody, when you never ask, when you just try to give, I will leave you with this very important statement, Atlanta, karma is practical. Doing the right thing is always the right thing. Selling something that you don't believe in, but it makes you money, never works out in the end. You may get your money and your flashy shit, but your kids don't like you. Yeah, that's good. See ya. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.